Hey everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Reflex Podcast, uh, a, a bonus episode, if you will. We uh, Our original intention was to just dive in and talk about the Academy Award nominations, but unfortunately for the next for the second week in a row, we have to talk about uh, an untimely death. Uh, Alan Rickman was taken from us, uh, uh, passed away passed away at the age of 69 with the Battle of, of Cancer. Hmm, not what you want to wake up to, you guys. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, I mean, just we'll get to Academy Awards in a second, but praising and celebrating this guy's life is much more important, I think. So let's let's talk for a minute about Alan Rickman. What's what are some favorite performances? Well, I mean, we'll get to we'll get to Snape, obviously, but I mean, one of my other favorites is uh, Hans Gruber from he Die Hard. My favorite performance he's uh, ever given. He's He's an inc- one of my favorite. He plays two of my favorite villains of all time, and that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was incredible in that movie. Um, he's he, he really is just a, a really great actor. He's just he was awesome. I, I love the guy. Yeah, I mean, but really, let's not beat around the bush. Professor yeah. Severus Snape. I mean, like, like I said, I just finished watch reading the whole series and watching the whole series in a day, and this there was this one. I don't think any any death in recent memories hit me as hard. Uh, not even yeah. Robin Williams, but just I mean, from movie to book, the books are always better. But the the one thing that the movies did to blow the books out of the water completely was Severus Snape. I mean, I think so too. Rickman's per- portrayal was almost as far from the characters you could go, really, with how he I guess his temperament is described. And but still, he just seems much. It just seems better, which is insane because those books are so great. And he's just, I'm going to change it up completely. And he did so, uh, you know, so brilliantly. Uh, yeah. You know, in the books, Snape was like a raving madman. He was screaming all over the place. He just yeah. he destroyed his office. And in the book, mm-hmm. or yeah, in the books, he's like that. In the movies, he's just this way more calm, yeah, calm and a lot more terrifying. Just gets the message across. And um, I don't know about you, but Snape's my favorite character overall. He's one of. He's he's not just one of my favorite characters in the movie. He's one of my all-time favorite characters, like of all mm-hmm. movies. Um, um, and yeah, the, I mean the Harry Potter movies. I grew up with them. They they are really special to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really elevated them because I mean when I was younger, obviously when you're a kid, you hate Snape. He's you know the mean teacher. But then when you get older, you realize how incredible of a character he is, and you realize how great a performance Alan Rickman does, and how much of Snape. How much of how well Snape is portrayed on screen is because of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I mean, I just literally, I woke up, I got on whatever, like Facebook or Twitter, or whatever I got on, and I saw that, and I just, I just kind of stared for a second. I was just, I was like, wow, it just like hit me, and I just, I started mm-hmm. watching. Um, I just got on YouTube and was watching a couple scenes from him from the Harry Potter movies, and got really, you know, yeah. not to depress myself, but just to kind of remember. Mm-hmm. Cody, what about you? What are some thoughts on Alan Rickman as just an, as Harry Potter or just in general? In general, I mean, Snape isn't my favorite performance he's ever given. I like Hans Gruber more. Mm-hmm. It's he brings such a a depth to a perfect movie as mm-hmm. Die Hard. Yeah, Jeez. and it's just it's it's a bummer. Mm. It's, it's not not good news. Yeah, yeah, that's that's to put it lightly. But you know, it's what a what a great life he's had, and 
we definitely we've got we've got the films. That's uh, man. Yeah. Uh, well, I just wanna I wanna pay point us to a quote that he made at uh, at some point, and he said with relation to somebody asked about Harry Potter, and he said, you know, when I'm 80 years old. And sitting in my rocking chair, I'll be reading Harry Potter, and my family will say to me, after all this time, and I will say, always. Oh, Alan Rick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, as much as I'd love to just sit and talk about how great he was, uh, we should we should move on a little bit and uh, talk about the business of the day. And we're talking Academy Award nominations. I haven't seen these, so these are completely fresh to my eyes. So, what oh, you haven't read them yet? Nope, nope. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, boy. We're going to I... start at the bottom, and I'm going to read off the nominees, and we're just okay. going to talk about them for a few minutes. Okay. If if I don't hit a certain category you want to talk about, let are me we gonna, know. But... Are we going to do all of them or just the big ones? I'm um, going to start technical and then work my way up. Okay. Like, so, okay. starting off, we've got Best Visual Effects. Okay. Uh, Ex Machina, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian. The Revenant, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. So firstly, any snubs here? Um, no. I don't think so, no. Yeah. Getting off to a good start, I think. Uh, yeah. Who do you guys think, do you guys have, you know, who do you think should win, who's the best out of these, and who's, um, who is more likely to win? Um, I think The Martian will win. Okay. Um, I think... I would go with either Mad Max or Star Wars, although I also kind of think maybe Ex Machina, just because the effects are like, it's one of those, you don't know they're there. Right. They're subtle, yeah. Yeah. Cody, so. what about you? Mm, let's see, visual effects. I want Star Wars to win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad Ex Machina got mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. nominated for something. Honestly, this is just a great category. I'm good with, you know, I'm, re- I'm good with Ex Machina, Martian. I think all of these movies uh, are on my top ten list. Yeah, so. Yep. Pretty good uh, Pretty good category. So let's move forward a little bit. Let's hit up Best Cinematography. We've got Carol by Ed Lockman, The Hateful Eight with Robert Richardson, Mad Max Fury Road, John Seal, uh, The Revenant, of course, Emmanuel Lebeski, and Sicario with Roger Deakins. Another, yes. another really strong category. So... Um, me first. I'm, I'm still. I'm gonna pull. No matter what, I'm always gonna be pulling for Roger Deakins, even though I wasn't yeah. the biggest fan of Sicario. But I mean, he's just the best, and we, it's he needs to be recognized for that. Lebeski, he he's been doing. He's done the same thing for his last few movies. So while the Reverend looked great, it wasn't really anything new. So I'm gonna. I think Roger Deakins. I'm I'm, hope, I'm pulling for him. Jo- yeah. Cody, what about you? I like the Revenant for this one. Tell you the truth. Okay, that's fine. I'm, he, it's totally deserved. But I'm just. But yeah, Sicario is also. Those are the two top contenders by far. All right, Josh. What about you? Definitely Sicario, which you will see on my top ten list next week. Um. Uh, yeah, I thought it. It's pr- probably the best looking movie of the year for me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just it really Roger Deakins does a great job. This is his. I think it says his thirteenth nomination. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, if, if if Deacons and DiCaprio get their finally get an Oscar this year, I'm just so psyched. <laughs> but I wish he would have won it for Prisoners back when Deacons should have. Yeah. All right. Um. Any snubs here? Um. Not that I can think of. Not off the top of my head, no. Okay. 
Uh, best production design. I know smaller category, but I think the production design especially has been great this year. Say the truth, I don't even know what that means. Oh, it's just uh, like set design, things like that. Oh, yeah, like costumes, stuff like that. The Martian. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, you should have gone. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> Bridge of Spies, The Danish Girl, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, and The Revenant. I would also say The Martian personally, but The Revenant's also got a strong case. Yeah. So what about you that's guys? Also Fury Road. Okay. Josh, I, I'd go with Mad Max just because I mean it's a very practical movie. Yeah, I would even I would definitely say that's that would be a cool pick in my eyes. That yeah, that did feel like a world, you know. Yeah. So I'd give props to Mad Max for that. Okay, uh, best original song, we've got. Oh God. Yep. What? <laughs> oh my! What? Yeah. I'm gonna cry. Okay. Yeah, we, can we skip this category? No, no let's cares. talk about it for a second. Oh, First fine. of all, earned it from Fifty Shades of Grey, which Who? I thought "Love Me Like You Do" would get the nomination, but okay. Manta Ray from Racing Extinction, which everybody's of course seen. <laughs> simple song number three who could forget that timeless classic from youth <laughs> till it happens to you from multi-million dollar grocer the hunting ground and then writings on the wall from specter what okay what yeah i don't i don't know wait <laughs> yeah, the only song i've that? heard is the specter one i haven't even heard of have these other songs or these what, movies i didn't know those i didn't know racing extinction and the hunting ground even existed what? No See You Again? Or yeah. whatever this... Is that the name of the song? Yeah. What? I mean, I can get why it's not like an... A no, I can't. Box. Was that because song made for the movie, though? Yes, yes, it was made for the movie. Um. Oh, then, yeah, that's kind of dumb. Oh, wow, The Hunting Ground made a whopping $405,000. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm sure it's a fine movie. I don't, want, I don't mean to disparage it at all, but come that's on. <laughs> I mean, if you really are just looking at the song... I mean, regardless of the movie, it's good or not, because, I mean, Fifty Shades of Grey. I haven't yeah. seen it, and I don't ever plan to. I don't need to to know it's a pile of crap. Wow, that's... But... I'm, glad I, but... I'm glad I didn't look at these beforehand, because this is... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess by default, I'm going with Writings on the Wall here, and it's probably going to win, so at least that's... I can live with that, but... I don't want any of these to win. Yeah, kind of. I'm the same. I don't want this. Just, the winner is nobody. Yeah. Go home. The winner is Ordinary Love, you too. For three years ago. That, I'll be cool with that. But, okay, yeah, awful category. Do you guys, <laughs> do you guys think Whiting's on the Wall is going to take this home? Probably, and it shouldn't be. Ah, jeez. Uh, that's a song, like, I, re- I originally said I loved the song, and then I saw the movie, and then... Don't you dare. <laughs> I don't mean to, like, crap on Spectre. Like, that the is movie... a Best Picture nominee, I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I, even though I liked Spectre, like, it was a letdown, and I think, like, associating that song with it kind of, like, made yeah. me not like it as much. And then also, it's just like, it does not fit into the movie at all. Tell you what would. Radiohead. Anyways. <laughs> um, Alright, let's move on to Best Original Score. Wow, I'm honestly yeah. mad. Anyways. Well, I love this category coming yeah. up. Thomas Newman for Bridge of Spies. Carter Burwell, Carol. Johan Johansson. Okay. Uh, for Sicario. John Williams, Force Awakens. And Neil Morricone, The Hateful Eight. Okay, so, any snubs, first of all? Uh, I'd say Mad Max. Oh wow, yeah, I didn't think uh-huh. of that. Yeah, okay. Score. I can I can dig that. Um, let me see. I feel like there's, I feel like there's a there's one movie that I, uh, I can't. It's on the tip of my tongue. Can't think of it, but that had a really good score. Uh, or can we nominate Inter- Interstellar again? Uh, Please. <laughs> did Hans oh, Zimmer do anything out. this year? No, we did not. Wait, maybe he did. 
Inside Out had a great score. It did. That movie did. So did that's that. that's what I'm bummed about. But other than that, good category. I'm rooting for uh, Sicario because that's my favorite score of the year. Is that what you think is going to win too? Probably not. It'll probably be like for Despise or Carol. Cody, what about you? What do you what'd you like the best and what do you think is going to win? What I liked the best on this list was probably The Force Awakens, but that's just, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think The Hateful Eight will win it because that guy is like mm-hmm. due for an award. Yeah. You no. Know? I saw I saw Carol and I love the the score, so that's really. my favorite, but I I also think it's going to be a Neil Marcon. So he's even if it's not deserved per se, I feel like they're going to go that way. Um, let's see. So let's move best foreign. Anybody want to talk about the best foreign language film? <laughs> no. Anybody see a best foreign language film? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, best, <laughs> best animated film: Anomalisa, Boy in the World, Inside Out, Shaun the Sheep, When Marnie Was There, and The Lego Movie. I mean, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I still like to make. I like to tease people about that. That's fun. Um, Inside Out. Yeah. Inside Out. I didn't see yeah. any of those movies. You haven't seen Inside Out? No, you gotta see Inside Out. Okay, here we go. Here's some interesting ones. Best adapted screenplay: The Big Short, mm-hmm. Brooklyn, Carol, The Martian, and what we were talking about last night, Room, which I'm gonna see. I think maybe. Me too. Uh, f- any snubs? First of all, I'm more confused than anything because some of these aren't adapted, as far as I know. Unless Room, I'm re- I, I was Room based on a book or something? Probably. Uh, if it's in this uh, category, probably based on a book. Because there's original... It's based on Room by Emma Donahue. Okay. So, yeah. Because there's movies in the original one that I'm like, aren't those adapted? Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know the... uh, regardless, I mean, I loved... Uh, I thought Room... That's my pick, is Room. Yeah. You're going to be freaking out about that movie yeah. later. Yeah, absolutely. Cody, what about As you? As of right now, I think The Martian's going to win it. I'm As a person who read the book and watched the movie, it's I can see that. pretty much spot on. It's so good. Yeah. What I've seen, I, I agree with you. What I've seen, that was the best movie. So I feel like that's probably because of the book. So, By the way, did Harry Potter get any adapted screenplays when it was coming out? Uh, No, it only got like set design, visual effects, oh, that's cinematography, cool. stuff like that. Bull crap, but okay. All right. Um, yeah, to each his own, I guess. Uh, best original screenplay, we've got Bridge of Spies, Ex Machina, Inside Ooh. Out, Spotlight, and Straight Outta Compton. So those last two are a little, well, the Bridge of Spies, Spotlight, and Straight Outta Compton are a little, mm, okay. Yeah, that's why I was <laughs> like, aren't those adapted screenplays? Yeah, um, I guess if they're not, we talked about this in the Spotlight episode, I went back and revisited that to log stuff. And I, I'd mentioned that it was since it was based on like a news article or something that was printed and published, it would be adapted. But yeah. I guess they see it differently. So really, the only original screenplays there are Ex Machina, Ex Machina and Inside Out. So both uh, of which I would probably pick for my winners. So any su- any well, snubs? Do you guys? Hateful Eight got snubbed. Oh, that's true. Star Wars, I think, got snubbed. I don't think I don't think maybe Hateful Eight, but Star Wars. I mean, I love Don't Get Me Wrong. I love The Fourth Awakens, but like the screenplay isn't like. Well, if you if you take away, because I don't think those Bridge of Spies, Spotlight, Straight Outta Compton should be in there personally. So oh, well, you haven't seen Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, no, I haven't. But no, but those those like I said, they're based on real things. So maybe that I don't, to me they don't count, but I, I guess the Academy they do. But um, but from this list, I want X Mark another one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. With definitely with Inside Out, a very close second. But. Yeah. All right. Um, Josh, did you give your thoughts on this? 
Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm again, I'm between Ex Machina and Inside Out. I don't know who will win, but that's who I would pick. Right. So, best supporting actress now, we've got Jennifer Jason Lee for The Hateful Eight, Rooney Mara for Carol, Rachel McAdams in Spotlight, Alicia Vikander for The Danish Girl, and Kate Winslet for Steve Jobs. And before we talk about this, damn, that is a deep category. <laughs> wow, that's a really deep category. Huh. So, uh, of these performances, who was your favorite and who do you expect to win, you guys? Oh, boy. Um, I liked Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. I kind of just want Alicia Vikander to win, though. Yeah, but that's for the Danish girl. And I know, I didn't see it, but... it was just, She was really good in the movie, but the movie just, itself was bleh. I want her to win everything. Um, but off of this list, probably between Jennifer Jason Lee and uh, Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. Well, I, first of all, are any per, did any performances get snubbed in your opinions? I don't think so. No? I can't think of anybody. Yeah. Um, Josh, what about maybe, you? For, well, so, uh, I think Alicia Vikander got nominated for the wrong movie. Yeah, same. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, my pick's definitely Kate Winslet. I thought she was amazing in Steve Jobs. Absolutely. So she's definitely my pick. I think uh, she will win too. If anybody can do Sorkin and do Sorkin well, I feel like that's kind of. To me, that's automatically like, all right, yeah, you can yeah. take the Oscar because that's not very easy to do. And if you can do it convincingly, all the better for it. But so, yeah, uh, I actually, for the first time in forever, I did see all of these, which is kind of cool. Uh, I would probably say Kate Winslet. I think she gave the best performance. But if Alicia Vikander was nominated for the right movie, I would definitely say her because her performance in Ex Machina was just She's awesome. Incredible. That movie was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Kate Winslet, I think. I feel like that's going to be a slant on category, but we'll, time will tell. All right, moving on to Best Supporting Actor. We've got Christian Bale for The Big Short, Tom Hardy for The Revenant, Mark Ruffalo for Spotlight, Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies, and Sylvester Stallone for Creed. Yep. I feel like I know where you guys are going to go with this. Before, yeah. Before you do so, any, <laughs> any snubs? So Sly got it, so I don't really care about the snubs. Mm-hmm. He's basically the one guy I wanted. I I was I would have liked to see Michael Keaton get in for Spotlight, but oh that would have been nice, yeah. Mark Ruffalo is awesome, so I don't. Mark Rylance would probably be if I had to drop somebody, it'd probably be him, just because he was good but not great. Oh really? So, but I, I just liked I like Keaton a little bit more to be honest. Mm. So, um, yeah, Keaton didn't get nominated at all. Spoiler alert, but. Yeah. Uh, so who is who's gonna win this? I mean, I want Creed or uh, Stallone, but um, I know Tom Hardy is really great. Win. Tom yeah. Hardy is great too. I actually I just saw the big short the other day. Yeah, um, oh. I thought Christian Bale was awesome. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Cody, what about you? You you're a Stallone guy. Stallone or um Tom Hardy. That's fair. I want one of those two to win. I'll be happy if either of them win. Yeah, uh, I'm. I would probably say the best performance I think of those were probably either Ruffalo or Hardy. But if Stallone gets a nom- gets nominated and wins this as like a tribute to his career, just for everything he's done, like, and it seems like the tide is turning that way, I'll be fine with that. But definitely not Mark Rylance. It would be so cool too, because he he would win Best Actor for almost forty years later for the same role. Exactly. That would be really so awesome. awesome. I would love that. Would that be the first? That'd probably be the first time somebody's won a, an award or an Oscar for the same character. 
That'd be awesome. I'd love if that happened. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Huh. Definitely. I'm on board. That'd be really cool. Sweet. So, Solid's <laughs> always a good supporting actor category. So, now let's move on to Best Actress. We've got Kate Blanchett for Carol, Brie Larson for Room, Jennifer Lawrence for Joy, Charlotte Rampling for 45 Years, whatever that is, uh, Suarez Ronan for Brooklyn. Sorcy Ronan. Schwarz Ronan for no uh, yes Schwarz I'll take your word for it um not a strong category I guess but uh-huh. yeah what'd you guys uh who who are some snubs do you think um Charlie Theron for oh. oh okay yeah all right I see maybe although she would probably be a supporting actress I don't know that movie was weird no I would say she's probably a best actress for that yeah. um i thought jessica chastain was great in the martian but oh, yes. that's probably supporting actress so um but yeah supporting actress category is much stronger than best actress it looks like but uh who so who who are your picks guys uh brie larson hands down just boom yeah cut <laughs> I, print i think i want her to win i think she will win because she was phenomenal in room Mm-hmm. She gives not just like one of the best performances of the year or the best performance, I think. And I think of, of like actor and actress. I think she gives the best performance I've seen all year. Right. And she's like, it's one of the best performances I've seen in a long time. Mm. I thought she was phenomenal in that movie. So I really think she's going to win. Okay. Cody, what about you? I can't comment on this. I didn't see any of these movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, um, I saw, I at least saw Joy and Carol. So I, just based on this category, it looks like Kate Blanchett's got this one, and I would be c- cool with that. But my tone, my I might sing a different song once I see uh, Room, hopefully soon. But um, I just Carol Carol was a very good movie, and she was especially wonderful in it. I think, Oof, yeah, she was great. So let's move to the best actor category. Uh, okay, uh, Brian Cranston as Trumbo for Trumbo, Matt Damon for The Martian. Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant, Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs, and oh my, are you serious? Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl. The whole reason that movie exists is to win Oscars. I don't know why you're surprised by this. Yeah. You're really shocked. But it wasn't, it was a fine performance, it wasn't that great. It would be seen as transphobic if they didn't uh, at least nominate him. Good, Make, make all the Tumblr people annoyed i don't care but what why I, that makes no sense to me okay so let's i guess let's talk about some snubs i mean we got to pick the litter for this because there's quite a few of uh, i'm gonna start with johnny depp for black mass great performance uh samuel jackson the hateful eight he was awesome yeah and uh, maybe not. Uh, I was going to say Michael B. Jordan, but uh, I would say, well, Michael Fassbender's Macbeth would also have been nice, but Michael Keaton for Spotlight. Mm. Um, let's see. Scrolling through my movies. Uh, yeah, that's probably the best cases that I can make, but even then, what is that? What is this category, honestly? I think it's a pretty good category. You got Leo. I mean, everybody but Eddie Radmaine is good. Maybe Brian Cranston. Yeah. I didn't see... Uh... Yeah, I've heard Trumbo. Trumbo's. I've heard he's great in Trumbo. I've heard so. the opposite. I thought I heard Trumbo was crap, but anyway. no, I heard I heard him in the movie, not the movie. Oh, true. Right. Okay. 
But I guess Eddie Redmayne's what I'm hung up on. I feel like they're just nominating him because of the movie's source material. That's like you were just saying. That's annoying to me. That's not necessary. It's you get nominated based on your performance, and he was he was fine. He was a good performance, but it was the most Oscar Beatty showy anybody could possibly <laughs> give in that kind of a movie. But I I digress. Okay, so let's predict some winners, shall we? Yep. Josh. Sorry, Leo, this is not your year. Uh, I'm going with Fassbender. Right. Um, I thought he was incredible. Steve Jobs, and I think that's who's going to win. Okay, so. DiCaprio. DiCaprio, DiCaprio, DiCaprio. Especially with this class, this is a little thinner than usual. At least with kind of the heavy hitters, I suppose. But this has got to go to DiCaprio. Absolutely. Cody, what about you? I agree with you, Mason. Thank you. I think he's going to win. <laughs> I, I would also would be pleasantly surprised if Matt Damon won, but he's yeah. definitely Oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Such a strange. If he would were to win, that's such a strange Oscar performance, because it's like it's so comedic. But all right, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Oscar Isaac for Ex Machina, Machina would have been cool. Just so oh, that too. just Darby so he could Gleason. do the just so he could do the dance when he won. <laughs> just oh, that'd get be that awesome. girl, dim little lights, just do the dance. That'd be great. Cool. Um, all right, so let's move. Floor. Yeah, exactly. Let's move to best director, Lenny Abramson for Room. Uh, Alejandro Gonzalez and Aritu, The Revenant, Tom McCarthy for Spotlight, Adam McKay for The Big Short, and George Miller for Mad Max Fury Road. Mm. Uh, let's start with snubs. Cody, you s- feel free to get, begin. Hey, maybe Tarantino. Mm-hmm. But that's really everybody here. There are two people on this list that I want to win, so I'm okay with it. Right. Josh, what about you? I mean, the only one that I can think of is Ryan Coogler. Mm. Um, but even then, it's like if I look at this list, there's no one I would say I could argue should be taken off and then have his name put on instead. Well, so, I certainly can. Um, I, can. I would dump personally. I would dump Adam McKay because I really didn't think The Big Short was that good. Oh, I and disagree. I would su- personally. I would sub in Alex Garland for Ex Machina. Oh yeah. Just because that's That'd and I'm be looking great. over at Best Picture and I want to scream. But anyways, um, oh so yeah, <laughs> for Ex Machina. Um. JJ probably has a sh- he has a I think you can talk about that because for some reason Star Wars now is kind of like deflating I guess which is weird because I feel I feel like that at one point and I feel like still it should have been an Academy Award contender uh, Danny Boyle for Steve Jobs Ridley Scott for oh, yeah. The Martian Pete Pete Doctor and Ronnie Del Carmen for Inside Out uh yeah so those three so steve jobs x machina inside out should be there instead of the big short i would dump the big short and fury road to be honest with you i would not over those i feel like those were much probably better movies i would say but the direction i think was strongest and stronger and at least x machina and inside out the martian i could probably go 50 50 but yeah, that's I'm I'm disappointed that category, but it sucks that the Academy seemed to have forgotten inside of, or Ex Machina. Well, it came out in what May. I know, but still, it's so good. They gave it a screenplay. Yeah, I know, but that's nothing though. Yeah, that's it that's deserves. A pretty, it's a pretty big category. It's like an afterthought. Yeah, these are the big the big six. These are the the big six of big picture director and acting are the the ones that I guess get the most attention, but. Yeah, I guess I'm disappointed. 
All right, so do we have, are we predicting a winner? Let's see. Josh, who, who's winning? I mean, I want George Miller because mm-hmm. I think he's the best director choice of the year. Yeah. Um, aside from maybe uh, Lenny Abramson, who did Room. Mm-hmm. So I thought he did an incredible job with that. Uh, Inaritu did great, but I mean, it, he, it was great. Um, but it didn't like blow my mind. Um, Adam McKay, I thought he did an awesome job. Um, yeah, what would you give uh, The Big Short out of 10? Quick review. Probably like a, like a 9. Mm. I loved it. Um, especially the directing and writing. Right. Um, but yeah, George Miller, just like, yeah, sure, Mad Max isn't like, it's nothing, like, if you look at the plot, it's nothing complex or anything, or the characters aren't like that deep. Well, actually, I'd say Furiosa kind of is, but uh, George Miller, just like, he does such a perfect job at just bringing it to as incredible of a life as it possibly could have been. Mm-hmm. So that's why I definitely go with George Miller. That's fine. That's cool. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I'm, I've, I'm just not the biggest fan of the movie. That's been well covered, so we'll move on. All right, best picture. We've got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have eight nominees, which is awesome because there's ten spots, so let's only recognize eight films. Good job, guys. Uh, best picture, so we got The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. First of all, Snubs. Ex Machina. That's one. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I I expected Creed to be in here, to be honest with you. I thought maybe. Yeah. H- Hateful Eight. Uh, Inside Out. Again, Steve Jobs. Those seemed like uh, surefire. Star Wars, I thought. Honestly, I really did think Star Wars was going to get a nomination. Oh, really? At least. I didn't think it had a chance. Uh, no, ever since it didn't win in 1977, I knew it was never going to win. Right. Maybe Episode Eight, but um. So, we'll do you see. guys have any other snubs that you think should have gotten it? I mean, not. I mean, the only. Time I would say it's like a legit snub as if it I could see that movie having a chance to win and not getting nominated. Mm. And the movie I think is going to win is on here, which is Room. Oh really? So, you think Room's going to take it all? Well, I think it should. I don't know if it will, but right. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it will. Mm-hmm. If it's not Room, it'll either be Spotlight or The Revenant. Yeah. Um. In fact, I'll actually probably say it's Spotlight. Yeah. But I want Room to win. But that's what I would say. All right, Cody. What about you? Who's your pick? Um. I don't know. I like a lot of these movies. I think Spotlight will win just because of the subject matter, you know. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty Oscar-baity movie, even if it didn't come off as an Oscar-baity movie. Yeah. Um, but I'd be happy if that won, The Revenant, or The Martian won. Mm. Uh, yeah, solid. Uh, I would definitely, of these, I would definitely say Spotlight. That was That's my favorite among the group. I would also be cool with The Martian, but... Uh, I, I still haven't seen Room or Brooklyn, so but the rest of these, yeah, The Revenant, Mad Max, Big Short, Bridge of Spies are all fine. So, but definitely I'll be happy with Martian or Spotlight. Do you think the fact that The Revenant won the Golden Globe over Spotlight is going to hurt Spotlight's chances? Probably not. I don't think anybody actually takes the Golden Globe seriously. Even the, even the voters, especially <laughs> the voters. Nice. No, I don't know. I didn't know people voted for that. I thought they just kind of chose. Yeah. So The Revenant uh, ended up with the most nominations. It got 12. Which So if you just look at um, uh, at the most nominations for last year, Birdman and The Grand Budapest Hotel both won nine. 
or both had nine nominations, Burr, and they both ended up winning four, so I think it's pretty safe to assume that the Reverend's going to be taking home a bunch of statues. Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, I want to play a quick game. It's you do, if, okay. if I have one prediction come true, I want it to be blank. So, Cody, if, okay. if one prediction comes true, I want it to be... If one prediction comes true, I want it to be... So if you could just pick the if you could pick the winner of one category. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, Probably Leo for Best Actor. Mm-hmm. Just so I can stop with all the memes and stuff on the internet. <laughs> Josh, what about you? If you could pick... If you could choose one winner. Uh, Sylvester Stallone for Supporting Actor. Nice. That's good. Yeah, supporting actors are always so great. Oh, man, I love all the oh, great. Uh, myself, I'm gonna. I definitely say DiCaprio as well. I feel like he's just. It's time. It really is. I said this before, <laughs> but it's it's just time. He's what? What more has the guy got to do? He's he's eaten raw meat. He's you know snorted vitamins, or at least in his last one. He's uh, the guy's just. He's awesome. He's one of my favorites. So I would definitely go DiCaprio. But cool. Um, so yeah, let's do a quick grade, I guess, of what we think of the nom- of the Academy Awards this year. Just out of ten, I, well, got to keep some. No, structure. no, that's, that's great. Yeah, great everything. <laughs> no, I loved him. Well, just how, okay. Well, then just talk about how this stacks up to recent. Okay. Memory. Do you think it's it got a lot of things more things right than wrong stuff like that? Josh, we'll start with you. Um, I'm usually a like a defender of the Academy Awards, because a lot of people are like, oh, this got snuck. I've realized that a lot of people, every year they get all excited only mm-hmm. to be disappointed every year. <laughs> like, um, this year they'll change. This year they'll yeah, think differently no, than they have I'm the like, last 70. I, yeah, like, last night I was just like, I can't wait till tomorrow morning where everyone's talking about how there's only one black person nominated for something, and there's only, you know, and, you know, nothing they wanted to win got nominated, or Something like that, and I'm just like, <laughs> you know what? Who yeah, cares? The closest enjoy per- what you enjoy. The closest person of color to get nominated for an acting award is Alicia Vikander, so that's cool. <laughs> is that she white? <laughs> she's like the whitest white person. That's why I'm. Like that's what I'm saying. Or something. Yeah, but she's got like generally darker, darker skin. She's so. tan. Yeah. <laughs> cute. Um, God, I love her. But um, are people annoyed about the lack of quote unquote yes, lack they are. of diversity? They're just like last year. Oh, great. Um, but I can't. I don't want to get into a whole thing about that. But yeah, yeah. The, the, we all know I, you're a huge racist. So. Yeah. <laughs> Secretly, <laughs> Donald Trump's son. Yeah, Josh. So, um, no, but I mean, I don't really see. I, so I've heard. I heard Idris Elba was really good in that Netflix movie. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Beast of No Nation. Um, but I don't know if a Netflix movie qualifies. So I just realized Sorkin didn't get nominated for Steve Jobs. Yeah, I, I saw that too. What the heck? <laughs> that's but, um, that's cool. <laughs> and yeah, there was also Michael B. Jordan, but those are the only two I can think of. Yeah, but I could I think all the actors that we have are better performances than what we got, except for I didn't see the Danish Girl, so um, or Trumbo. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, I think it's a solid year. Only one I'm like legitimately like I don't really get upset because it's like I I watch the movies and then I. I love them regardless of if they win nothing or everything. So, but but well, the reason that the Academy Awards are so, you know, imp- I don't want to say important because it's just I really don't think they're that movies. Important. But it, it does make or break a lot of careers, unfortunately. 
like Lenny Abramson's gonna have he's gonna have a pick of the litter once this is over, if, even if, even if he doesn't win, just because he was nominated for an Oscar. So we're still kind of we're still tied to that. So the movie I business guess. does listen to the Oscars, mm-hmm. but but yeah, um, I think it's a solid year. Um, nothing. I mean, I do like that there are a few surprises, mainly in like screenplay and stuff or. Uh, music and stuff like that where there's things that I didn't really expect to actually get any attention actually got stuff like Ex Machina, Sicario, Star Wars. Um, So I'm glad about that. Yeah. Cody, what are your thoughts on the year? I just wish uh, Ex Machina was more present. Yeah. That's really all. And Creed. I wish Creed was nominated for more things. Mm. But other than that, I'm I'm pretty happy with this. Except for what was that one uh, leading actress? Because I didn't see any of the movies. Yeah, <laughs> but you could probably ch- I would check out at least Carol, and then according to Josh, Room. So I'm gonna go yes. see Room tomorrow. I think nice. but, see Room as soon as you can. Nice, Carol. I don't know if that's anywhere. I think that's in Cinemapolis. It's pretty good. Oh boy. St- still should be. That's where I saw it. But um, yeah, so I guess for final my final thoughts, good year. But still, Ex Machina doesn't make any sense because it was it was better received critically than a couple of the Best Picture nominees, like Bridge of Spies, Big Short. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little bummed about that. But as as long as as long as things I don't want to win don't win, then I'll be fine. But again, <laughs> again, this doesn't matter. And I'm I'm contemplating either playing something from like Snape or Lily and Lily's theme or see you again at the end of this episode. So I guess wait for a few minutes to find out what I decide. Do both. That's true. That's true. So so that those are the Academy Award nominations for this year. Um, any final thoughts, you guys? Solid list. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Great. Well, we'll find out who wins in about you know fifty something days. The Academy Awards are on Sunday, the 28th of February, which is cool. It makes total sense to have it a million years from now. Uh, see all the movies. Yeah. Chris Rock's going to be hosting it, so you got that to look forward to. Oh, really? I'm not watching it. Oh, what? I love Chris Rock. I don't like Chris Rock. What? Do you not like happiness? I don't like how he's not funny. <laughs> I don't think he's terrible. funny. Boom. God. That's, that's honestly what comedy comes down to. Do you think this person's funny? Yes or no? He's 50 years old. Wow. No, really? Hmm. That's crazy. Good for him. I just hope he does the whole thing as Donkey. That'd make me happy. <laughs> He's, that's Eddie Murphy. That's, oh, really? Oh, God. You racist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, crap. Oh, God, I feel bad. <laughs> All right, then I hope he does it as Osmosis Jones. How about that? He did that, didn't he? Oh, my God. They're not all the same. <laughs> I wish you said the guy from Shark Tale so I could have said that's Will Smith, but I didn't. <laughs> oh, jeez. Did you know Lawrence Fishburne was Thrax in Osmosis Jones? I did. That's crazy. But in my defense, great. Chris Rock and Eddie Murphy, when they yell, they sound very similar. They are yeah, animated right. movies, so come me some slack. No. Oh, jeez. Well, on that, that is, I feel like that's a good note to end on. So that's the Academy Award. nominations we will be back next week just in a few days to talk about our top 10 favorites of 2015 i'm really excited about that you'll never guess what my favorite movie of the year is (laughs) does it rhyme with pector (sighs) no well yes but (laughs) 
But until then, you guys can follow us at underscore RealFlix on Twitter. And uh, send us an email if you want to, RealFlixPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and, you know, rest in peace, Alan Rickman. So long, guys. Bye. Later. Those were the days, hard work forever pays. Now I see you in a better place. See you in a better place. Uh, how can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side. And now you gon' be with me for the last ride. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way, from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again. Both go out your way and the vibe is feeling strong and was small turned to a friendship, a friendship turned to a bond and that bond will never be broken, the love will never get lost. And when brotherhood come first, then the line will never be crossed, established it on our own when that line had to